0: Settle Bay 1, 0600 hours.
1: Dismissed. Celis is unreliable. Her sensor analyses will be full of errors. You could be
0: putting our lives at risk. Don't worry, Seven, I'll check her work. This mission could be better served with a more experienced crew. No, not this mission. Ever hear the tale of the good shepherd? If even one sheep strayed into the wilderness, the shepherd left the safety of the flock and went after it. So you're intending to rescue them? In a manner of speaking, maybe all it will take will be some personal attention from their captain, maybe something more. But I won't abandon a member of this crew, no matter what their problems might be. Hello and welcome to Snap Trek, the Star Trek podcast, where we compare two episodes of the galaxy's foremost science fiction franchise, Star Trek. I'm one of your hosts, Ross Webster, and I'm joined by Jen Tift. Hi, Jen.
1: Hi, Ross. Hi, everyone.
0: Hello, How hello. Everyone How are you doing?
1: <laughs> doing great.
0: <laughs> Good. I'm also doing very well.
1: I'm glad. Very
0: pleased right. to speak to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I suppose. Right
0: before we go on we should we should clarify whether whether you've seen lower decks given that maybe we should talk about that because this is like it's the first this is the first snap track after lower decks has been released
1: it's tangentially related to our (laughs) episode today too yes i have i have seen it
0: and did you enjoy it
1: i love it i have to say it's it it presses all the right buttons for me i really i won't say anything spoilery
0: (laughs) for our poor international
1: fans but (sighs) uh but it's 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 really fun it's really funny it's got a great tone it's it's definitely it's it's like pure distilled star trek (laughs) but in the form of a (laughs) uh an adult cartoon you know um which again it just goes to show again that you can you can make Star Trek in any genre.
0: Yes. And have I it work, love that idea. You know,
1: which I just love. So Okay, good. This is exhibit one of that exhibit alpha, I guess.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully it
1: works even in adult cartoon form. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I've seen the first episode and anxiously awaiting, you know, now, now every th- for 23 weeks now, every Thursday, I have, to, I have to, you know, Get up at 2 o'clock in the morning and that <laughs> watch true? a new two Star in the morning? 2 o'clock in the morning. Why on earth would they do that? I don't know. It, it comes out midnight Pacific time, Um, which for me is 3 o'clock in the morning. But then they always post it a little bit early. So it's usually like 2.15-ish when it comes wow. out. But I don't know why they do that. It, They're really they did...
0: making you work for it, aren't they? Yeah
1: yeah i have to earn it
0: <laughs> you know, just, we want to what? know who the real whatever. fans
1: are <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> was it like when they did when they did the first season of discovery i don't remember what they did for the second if they changed it or not but it was like eight o'clock or ten o'clock at night or whatever but that was nice because then everyone kind of watched it collectively together yes on on twitter and things like that i mean uh, you guys were still a day behind which we sucks.
0: were we got it about eight hours later i think
1: and that that extra sucks for you because then you just—I um, would just not be on Twitter. I was off Twitter all day. <laughs> That's all I thought, Yeah, on Friday
0: <laughs> till I got back from work and I could actually watch
1: yeah. it. Yeah. Um, oh, I wish everything would just come out the same time for everyone. I
0: know. I know. <laughs> it's like we almost like we could live on the same planet and share the same—I
1: know international
0: that. computer system, <laughs> which instantly can transfer information from one point to the other. But until that time, <laughs> I guess not. <laughs>
1: I mean, how are you and I talking now from across the ocean? I don't know. Do that?
0: I don't, I'm I'm there in the room. We're talking to each other yeah. face to face. There's no lag.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that's good that you mentioned that because this Snaptrack is uh, br- tangentially related to Lower Decks in celebration of its release. Um, but let's go through before we before we reveal what we're snapping. Let's go through uh, the rules. Very unusual. I don't think I know this game. What's it called? Chula. What are the rules? Every episode of SnapTrek, we compare two episodes of Star Trek using a variety of categories. For each category, we select a scene or character or idea or prop, which we think is great. And we award a point to the answer, which we think is the best.
1: Aggressive. Adversarial. Competition. For fun.
0: SnapTrek is a competition where we award points, but it's played just for fun, no prizes or trophies, real aim to have a great conversation about Star Trek, and perhaps look at the episodes in a new way. You can get in touch with us uh, on Twitter via at SnapTrek. We love to hear your ideas for comparisons or your opinions on our choices, and of course any Star Trek poetry. You can contact me, Taborg, at strtrk1701, and Jen...
1: And you can contact me. I'm also on Twitter. I'm at EDECWORKS.
0: Okay. So let's find out what we're doing today. (laughs) We are going below decks to spend some time with the lower ranking officers and crewmen who serve aboard Starfleet vessels. Jen, what were you lucky enough to watch? Uh,
1: This this time I'm lucky enough to watch uh, TNG, Season 7, Episode 15, Lower Decks.
0: Lower Decks, Who, who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? Uh, genuinely one of the best Star Trek episodes mm-hmm. ever made. It was a for real sure. pleasure to re-watch it for this. Yes. And to compare, I was lucky enough to watch Voyager Series 6, Episode 20, Good Shepherd. An episode not a million miles away from Lower Decks. But never quite hits the uh, heady highs of the Next Generation episode.
1: Oh yeah, I, I mean, Lower Decks is a masterpiece. Yeah, but, uh, w- watching them back to back, I, I was actually pretty surprised by how uh, how well Good Shepherd holds its own.
0: Yes, it's a, it's a fine episode. Yeah, yeah. but yeah.
1: It, it does its own thing.
0: I think and, it struggles like it. by the whole. The idea that we know the, the the political situation outside of the Enterprise and we know what's going on with Cardassia and Bajor and everything mm-hmm. sort of hidden and mysterious, so we know something important's going on, that adds an extra layer to to the episode. Yeah. and We don't mm-hmm. get that from Lower Decks. And just, I mean, we'll talk about this in we'll Things we'll You Would check. Have Won because I, I, I really felt there were some excellent moments that definitely rounds you could have won if we'd thought about it differently but we'll talk about this later on um,
1: Good Shepherd too
0: <laughs> yeah yeah no I, look, I, I like Good Shepherd at the end of the episode and I thought the characters are pretty good I really enjoyed yeah. all the characters and we'll see yeah, that as we too. go through
1: Commander I would like to remind you about
0: my poetry reading this afternoon I wouldn't miss it for the world I can't wait to see what he's come up with So, as ever, we begin each podcast with a lyrical recap of the episodes under discussion. Jen, what do you have for Lower Decks? I am quite excited about this.
1: Don't say that. (laughs) No, why not?
0: They're always good. They're always good. (laughs) Always good, never bad.
1: Well, it was funny when we were deciding on this episode and, and, you know, who does what, and, and you... You jumped up and said, Oh, I'll take Good Shepherd. And I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, that's nice of him to offer me, you know, Lower Decks, the, you know, one of the best episodes in Star Trek. And uh-huh. then I thought about it later. I'm like, that means I have to write a poem about <laughs> Lower Decks. Good Galaxy training to me.
0: Honestly, I just I just thought <laughs> I've not seen I've not seen Good Shepherd in a while. I thought it'd be oh, fun to that's watch so it. So funny. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs>
1: All right. So yeah, so that, that was a bit of a challenge, but okay. <sighs> Here we go. Okay, the, my poem has a title. This poem is called Jital.
0: Oh, That, I mean, that is good. <laughs> That's a good title. Thank to you. the death.
1: I Thank speak Klingon. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, I know. Oh, we'll talk <laughs> about that scene. We will. <laughs> okay. Defend yourself. When you are judged unfairly, do not hesitate. Protest before you're bruised and fallen. Defend yourself. Do not let them define you by your worst mistakes. Learn and grow and do better. Defend yourself against your own doubts, against your feelings of regret. Use them, redirect them. Defend yourself and have the strength to trust in the confidence others have in you believe them defend yourself life is a guitar to the death remove the blindfold stand with courage defend yourself
0: jen goosebumps (laughs) that was brilliant that was so good
1: (laughs) oh thank you i feel you should
0: submit that to non-star trek poetry competitions (laughs) that was really good i think people would get a lot from that
1: They'll be like jital. What the hell does that
0: mean? Doesn't matter. It's poetry. People can do stuff like that. But that, that was, was really good. That was right, really thank good.
1: You. Thank you. That's my favorite scene, and we'll it, talk about
0: that later. It's so such exciting. a good scene. I actually watched oh, a bit of that with uh, my son this afternoon,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I had to explain to him that it was sort of like Klingon karate, and then I think <laughs> Klingon was, and then why is she blindfolded? Why is he so angry? i always always. Angry. Don't worry about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like the scene in Lord X. He's like, he's like, is, is he chewing her out? <laughs> like, no, he always looks like that. <laughs> Worf just has a grumpy face.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So,
1: Ed, good shepherd.
0: My poem also has a title. It's called "Wolf in the Void." Oh, okay. okay. I like it? And it has a recognisable meter, so you should be able to get this. <laughs>
1: I <laughs> love when
0: you do that. Okay. <laughs> Janeway had some unused crew in the deck below. Whenever there's away missions, these crew would never go. Telfer's a hypochondriac. He's always in sick bay. Dark matter lifeforms possess him. Now he doesn't feel that way. Tal Celes has learnt to cram to pass her Starfleet tests. She refuses to abandon ship, though her timing still needs constantly checking and double-checking. <laughs> Proving theories down on deck fifteen is Harron's chosen field. He escapes in an escape pod and does something that is real. Janeway had some unused crew in the decks below. They explore a tea cluster and finally boldly go.
1: Oh. <laughs> that is the best version of Mary Heddle I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Oh, that that was good. That was really well done. I love it. Oh, it was fun to write that cheap. as well.
0: Yeah. And everyone got their little, uh, their little got moment. moment. <laughs> their little flocky moment. I love
1: it. Uh, yeah, that's the strength of the episode, too, I think. I, yes. I, th- I think those characters are fleshed out really well.
0: They're great. I didn't realize that Tal Celes had been in another episode. It, and it wasn't until I was looking through Memory Alpha and I recognized her from something well, else. Who she in? She's in The Haunting of Deck 12. Oh. She's a two episoder. Oh.
1: Who is she in the haunting of deck twelve? Who I'm is she? she tells, so it's
0: Tal Celeste, same actress. Plus oh, it's, same oh it's the
1: same. The same character is yeah. in. Oh. She's only in that. it for
0: for a moment, only a couple of scenes. But uh...
1: is, is that at that's is that before? Yes, uh, that's before. Yeah. So both of our beautiful Bajoran lower deck ladies. Yes. <laughs> in another one,
0: one episode. I know. <laughs> I, I, I really thought that was a really bizarre oh, consistency funny. between the two. That, that they had the sort of the same and the idea of them being bourgeois and having gone through the occupation yeah. was important yeah. in it's both. It's important the in episodes. both
1: stories. Oh, I didn't even think of that.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. There's also escape pods involved in both.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Well, a little, we little could
0: have had but you know, best escape pod moment. Oh.
1: No, we couldn't have. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna cry just have, thinking
0: about oh it. <laughs>
1: just, okay, all right, crying. Well, yeah, and you know, and the, you know, that's the thing with lower decks. I've seen this episode. I mean, literally a million times. I mean, okay, not literally, but I, I like it. Feels like I've seen this a million times in my life. Mm-hmm. And literally every single time I watch it, I still cry
0: R- at uh, the end. At, it's really sad Niagara because they, they because we know it's gonna happen. Yeah. But they play it so well.
1: Yeah, and there's it, still suspense there.
0: Yeah, and and the fact that it's not even Ugh. all you get is nothing. Nothing mm-hmm. happens. They find the debris, that's it. Oh, oh my, god. my god.
1: Yeah, it's I, I don't I don't cry until Picard makes it official.
0: And he looks so upset. To the
1: whole ship. And and you see each one of her friends here, like hearing mm-hmm. the news. Oh my god, That's yeah. so so awful.
0: It is really bad. Oh my god. All right, let's let's. <laughs> okay. let... I'm gonna cry. I know, I know, it's sad. Let's <laughs> all right, all right. let's go through. Let's go through. Ooh. What what's your first? What's your first pick? What are we going for? All I'm right,
1: okay. I need to not pick a sad category for the first right. one here. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, let's let's start uh, with. Um, the best crew evaluation. Ooh. We've got got—we're both uh, evaluating crew crew members here. Let's do that. Okay. Let's start there.
0: So the crew evaluations are only quite short in, uh, in Good Shepherd. It's seven of nines shipwide efficiency analysis. Janeway asks, did I we get it. a passing grade? <laughs> uh, you know, she's quite open. to The idea this might be problematic. Um, Operations only at 76% could could do better. Um, astrometrics needs a little work as well. And they are all blaming their juniors on this. None of them are like, right. stepping up and taking loads of responsibility here. <laughs> they're, they're just naming people who don't do enough work and then right. throwing the blame out. Best crew evaluation, I'm going to keep it tidy, went straight to Tuvok. Security is functioning at near perfect efficiency, <laughs> but there's always room for improvement, Tuvok uh you could arrange the phases in the weapon lockers so that the smaller rifles are in front so they can be more easily removed in the case of an emergency and he looks genuinely startled that somebody has picked him up on these (laughs) tiny matters but apart from that one thing security is functioning in a perfect efficiency tuvok got the best crew evaluation in the entire episode
1: I love that little moment. It's so funny because she's saying all these things about every other department, and of course, Tuvoks, You know, tu- Tuvok and Seven are the are the most oh, efficient yeah. characters in Star Trek. And when she's saying so it, course.
0: when she's saying it, she looks at Tuvok like, "I knew you were going to do a good job, and right. I know that you <laughs> yes. know that too." But there's always something we can do better, isn't there?
1: <laughs> and yeah, she, this piddling little thing is the only thing she can manage to find in the whole security department. <laughs>
0: I know. I'm surprised he didn't have a reason why he hadn't already done it.
1: Oh, it's so but he's But he yeah. just
0: very stoically, as is his way, says, I'll look into okay. it.
1: I'll, I'll take that under advisement, yeah. yeah.
0: And so, but you know, it's that kind of, if you got that as your, career, as your evaluation at work, you'd be pretty pleased.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd be very relieved. There's just no. a little little tiny thing and then that that's why um torres is funny too because she's like she's like well what about astrometrics oh <laughs> you yeah guys have room for improvement too and then she yeah. she of course just throws a tussle just throw, under, under the, the bus, bus. <laughs> under the bus
0: there's one person who never does a good job and she's oh, ruining no. the entire department she should be moved to somewhere else maybe engineering
1: that's okay. like wow
0: you know
1: oh yeah just like that, i'll dump her off on taurus, yeah. taurus is like, this is why this episode problem. is so
0: nice because it shows jack well we'll talk about janeway later on but it, i really appreciated that they made these problems and then they tried to solve them i like
1: it. i i like this scene i like watching janeway's face during this scene because mm-hmm. you can kind of see in real time realizing how she dropped the ball on yeah. uh, on three members of her crew yes you know um And and I mean, you got to think this is, I mean, this is six years into this. Six
0: years into it. And you really get the sense as well that that there's some things that have occupied her mind so much. that She can't possibly get to know 150 people, you know, really well, as well as she knows the the six or seven she interacts with on a daily basis. But when she goes down to Deck 15 to see Mortimer Harren and she doesn't know where to go. Yeah. You think, wow, she really, this is really out of her comfort zone. She has really distanced this from her mind. This isn't something she needs to deal with. Um, Anyway, we'll talk about this later on. This is all good stuff. (laughs) Okay. But for me, best crew evaluation, Tuvok.
1: That is a great pick. (laughs) Really funny moment. Um, The crew evaluations in Lower Decks, um, it's kind of sprinkled throughout the whole episode because Mm -hmm. there's this whole little side thing about Sam and and Cito Jaxa being up for the same promotion. Um, so you hear, you know, it starts off with, with Troy and Riker and they're going over, they're going over the, uh, the crew evaluations and, and, um, you know, what about this person What about this person? And what do you think of this guy? And, and, um, but you see throughout, throughout the episode, and eventually you get to the to the poker scene. And the poker scene is, is great because you get a poker game of the lower deckers playing and a game of the um the senior staff playing, and you get to, you know, they, they have a little back and forth of parallels between the, you know. One of the um, best
0: scenes in oh, Star Trek.
1: So good. So it, well done.
0: And I, I'll tell you now then that I wrote down Rounds You Could Have Won was the was best editing or best scene for yeah. the dual poker scenes. Yep. It is sublime. Oh, yeah, it's, it's so well good.
1: Done. So good. And, um, and so, what, but the reason I'm bringing up the poker scene is because what I'm picking for best crew evaluation is Troy's evaluation of uh, Lavelle that he is exactly like Will Riker was when oh Will God. was young.
0: You've done me. That's such a good pick. That's so Which good. It
1: is perfect because Will Riker, once again. <laughs> Has a tendency to be put off by people who remind him of traits that he doesn't <laughs> yes. like in himself. Um, we see this in other characters uh, too. We see this in Roe, you know, and we yeah. see this in, um, Shel- We see this in Shelby, you know, and-,
0: <laughs> and in Thomas Riker as well.
1: And in Thomas Riker as well. Yes, that's an excellent point. So this, yeah. is, this is just it just irks Riker <laughs> people remind him of the <laughs> of his of, of his you know least uh, <laughs> flattering characteristics and and so but she does by alerting him to that fact you know he's, she's like she's like well I remember that you basically took up poker so you could join the senior staff when you know when you were that age and and good and, and good thing that they just real you know they didn't think you were sucking up they just realized that you were you know young and inexperienced and, and and
0: I love it I love how really how Deanna yeah. was just so on it there as well yeah. just yeah just told Told Riker exactly what he needed to hear <laughs> right. and did it so well because that could be the yeah. kind of thing that might get under somebody's skin, right? But she does it in such a clever way.
1: And when she's trying, she Troy can talk to him like that, but.
0: she can do that to him because then we know they're going to get together anyway. So you carry on,
1: right? Um, and it's funny because because it, it is it is, it's nothing about his Lavelle's work. It's just that he's just annoying Riker because he's yep. sucking up every five <laughs> seconds. In the, every time they're in the same scene, he's sucking up to Riker, and, and it, it does get annoying. Like I totally get that. So it's it's fun seeing it from Riker's side and from Lavelle's side. Um, but but Troy's got the got, got his number. She's got Riker's number and she's got Lavelle's number. <laughs> so that's that's my pick for best crew evaluation.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that is such a good pick. I really love that scene. And it's so much goes on in those two dual-edited poker scenes. Yeah. Honestly, you could have had a whole episode of just those scenes. It was so wonderful and so clever, the way it goes from one question to mm-hmm. the the answer on the other table. Um, you're Ben travelling yeah, through. Yeah. And I absolutely it, loved the conversation between... It mean, it's so brief, but Riker and Worf, they're disagreeing about something. And Riker Worf is quite... You know, he he recognizes that Riker needs to make that decision, but he wants to to demonstrate that he thinks he's put a good choice forward. I just love the fact that right. they're so casually talking about it, but respecting each other's opinions. It was great,
1: right? And and, War- and Worf believes that that um, that Cito Jackson is ready for the promotion, yes. and and he wanted he wants Worf to know, he wants Riker to know that that he's got her back
0: on that. Yeah.
1: We'll talk about that later, but just great. Um, I also like that this scene helps. LaForge realized that maybe he's been too hard on Tarek.
0: Yeah.
1: And, he, and you know, and then he goes and, and throws Tarek a bone, having him help run simulations. And yeah, things. I like and, that. Yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Because he is pretty rough on, on Tarek. He really <laughs> or is. Or Tarek. <laughs> Just you know it was very very Vulcan
0: yeah and he figured <laughs> out entirely what was going on I love that yeah. scene where he just yeah. figures out exactly what's yes.
1: happening yes oh I love that that's so great he's like oh then maybe I if I stand over here it will be more consistent to make it look like the shuttle's yes. been <laughs> under attack
0: and George doesn't give anything away and I really like the way they yeah. go all the way through the episode they deal with that really nicely yes. when anything comes up they're not supposed to be talking about they just be like I didn't know why you talked about that. that
1: right, right. And sort of yeah. through.
0: And, you, you know, sometimes you have to be like that, don't you? Sometimes yeah. you can't say that.
1: That's how it is. That when you have a yeah. security clearance. I know what it is, you know, the need yeah. to know.
0: <laughs> the need, exactly, the need to know.
1: Yeah. And um and I and I like too how everybody had their own little piece yeah. of information. You know, we got to see every we got to to know each little piece, but all the characters only had that one piece yes uh, and, and had to put it together the rest of it together which is really i like the way they did that i though. thought
0: that was really good this isn't just a lower decks gosh episode though the, yeah we've got we've got to talk about <laughs> Oops. Good at some point. So, we will your... there's so much
1: you good will. stuff. no, good no there is there is i've written
0: loads <laughs> we will. Where, where's your point going with the first the first category
1: oh oh i was gonna pick Troy, but you picked a really good one i really like that, <laughs> that little nod to uh 2 Tumok and Tumok's 7 super efficient <laughs> ridiculous dude. uh ridiculously efficient i guess um yeah i you know what I, uh, ooh. you know what yeah i'm giving my point to good shepherd on this one because i i i always i get a kick out of seven evaluating everybody yes and giving the, like being extra hard mm-hmm. and even with the harshness of of her Methods um, can't manage to find anything worse to say to Tuvok than he needs to reorganize his weapon <laughs> locker. I know, so. the cupboards need tidying that. up.
0: Could you please organize a tidy? Okay, uh, I
1: go?
0: I am going to give my point. I really didn't think you were going to pick uh, the Riker, the Riker Lavelle <laughs> comparison, and I really really love it. So I'm going to give my point to Lowdanks. <laughs>
1: All right, split decision
0: here. There we go. So after round one, it's one point each.
1: One up. All right, where are we going next?
0: Okay, well, now we've talked about the best crew evaluation. We should probably look at the most promotable crew member. Ooh,
1: that's, like, who that's is, a good uh, segue.
0: Who's most, pre- <laughs> who's, who's most promotable?
1: Oof. Okay, so for lower decks, this is a challenge because all of my lower deckers are worthy of promotion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These aren't the... Uh, these aren't the um. Let's see what's a nice, polite way to say.
0: <laughs> yeah, the lost, flock, the lost sheep of uh, Voyager.
1: Aren't <laughs> the scrappy underdogs? Uh, <laughs> uh, that's good, okay. Yeah, no, we're not really elite. We're more like the cool, scrappy underdogs of the ship. You know, we don't wash our hands. We're doing kick flips all the time. So yeah, so they're all worthy of promotion. You know, obviously we'll we'll talk about Ceta Jaxa later. Uh, she's amazing. Lavelle you know he's <laughs> we talked a little bit about him about how he's you know young and inexperienced and just a little bit of a suck up but mm-hmm. it seems like he's work wise you know promotable. He seems uh, like a
0: good guy to work with as well you think you know you get a lot yeah.
1: yeah I mean a, a little ambition that's fine especially at that age you know you're trying that's, that's what you're there to do but mm-hmm. um, and I love absolutely love Tarek He's a, he's, he's a personal favorite of me just because, you know, he's an engineer. I love the engineers, yeah, um, sure, but sure. I love that. He really does. He really does have some great ideas of how to increase efficiency, I guess, or whatever it was. And, um, and he, and he did catch on to what they were trying to do um, in the shuttle, which was neat. And, and he's got some good deadpan one-liners uh, with the other lower deck, deckers. So yes. he's, 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 he's promotable um, in that he's, he's, he's more than competent engineering wise um so he'll, i mean he'll make a great senior engineer someday but yeah but he also has a little bit of a of a suck up from mm-hmm. <laughs> a vulcan with a vulcan twist on it you know just say it like like his way is better <laughs> and uh, here's yeah. why and you know without realizing there's like a, a hierarchy of, it's
0: of gonna demonstrate superiority somehow yeah <laughs> gotta keep doing that.
1: but in the vulcan way just because he is superior okay. you know I mean? <laughs> in his mind you know <laughs> Like, there's nothing rude about that. You know? He's helping out LaForge by giving him the, you know, you know, the better way to do things. Um. Okay, so, but my two I have, I have a most promotable and a runner-up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or an honorable mention. My honorable mention is Nurse Gawa, who is just one of the most genuinely nice, awesome people in the Star Trek universe. Mm. Like whenever we see her, not just in this episode, you know, she's just, she's just so, she, she's just a breath of fresh air. She's you know? totally promotes. I definitely, every, definitely can I mean, see her be promoted. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, so we know that she's got the bedside manner to be yep. promoted in sick Bay, you know, even if we haven't seen as much of her in action medically, but I'm, I'm, you know, leaving it, you know, Bev, Beverly Crusher seems to think she does because she wouldn't have promoted her otherwise. Mm-hmm. So um, she's just, awesome and i love her and she in one me. of the alternate timelines she was chief medical officer yes right she was she so yeah so we know you know she, she's got the goods so she's very promotable too but my most promotable is going to ben in 10 forward
0: wow outside the box <laughs> pick, did not see this coming
1: <laughs> i mean think about the i mean this guy i don't know if he is human or if he's alorian or what but he is the most insightful person yeah. he's like, he, he's he's like he's outside of this episode he's almost like an angel yeah like a guardian angel during this episode to me, you know what I mean. Like, I w- it wouldn't have been out of place for him to just like vanish into thin air at the end of the episode. <laughs> Honestly, like you know, like he knows he he like he encourages the well, he gives the gossip. You know, he's 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 like <laughs> you know because he's in, he's in with both both the lo- the lower decks and the senior staff. And I
0: know, he, I mean, he's a self promoter. Yeah,
1: yeah, but but he's also like he he he's not like he has a confidence that the other lower deckers don't have. Like he's mm-hmm. like, Hey, well, you know, <laughs> And mean, and he, he goes to the senior staff poker game and like, Hey, can I, you know, can I get in? I just cleaned out the other guys. <laughs> you
0: know? That is funny.
1: So he has that, but, but he, he also like, he, he gives great advice throughout the whole thing. Just like you would mm-hmm. expect, you know, someone in that position to do. And, but, but the, the real, the best moment for him, the reason why he made my most promotable was the end, mm-hmm. when after you know the horrible thing happened, I <laughs> don't yeah. want to think about, it. and uh, and he's you know and they're the lower deckers are gathering there sadly, and he sees Worf alone at the table, and he takes it upon himself and and you know to go over there and say, yeah, you know get get your buns over there, <laughs> you know, and be with be with. The people that are mourning her you're mourning her and they are and they're they were her friends but so were you wharf and you know and um and he does it in such a such a way mm-hmm. such a such a gynon way you know i would if if there's there's literally i, I wouldn't change a thing about Lord Dex, but maybe one thing is i would have loved to have seen Guinan. Because we see everyone else's mentor, but we don't see Ben's boss. We don't see that's such a good
0: point. That's (laughs) that's really good point.
1: And a scene with Ben would have been funny, but you know what? Also, we don't really need her in this episode. He's that good, you know, he's
0: doing the job, that
1: good, yeah. So he, he he should be promoted to. I don't know if he's a waiter or a bartender or, whatever, but he should be a senior, you know, whatever the uh, actual role yeah. is called and then forward. <laughs> I he, just he love great, that
0: and I love the fact that um, everyone really respected him. Yeah, because he wasn't just like a friend; he was a friend to the lower decks guys, but he was also a friend to the main crew. And at the end, yeah. Worf or I almost thought Worf was going to be angry with him, but actually yeah. Worf... Worf was just normally angry just the way he always is and he respected <laughs> he what looks. Ben was trying to do right. and was just appreciated that it had happened and followed the advice and I really liked that he had that he had that a solid relationship with everyone that cut through the ranks yeah. uh, a really interesting look
1: yeah you're right and he really has that quality of being able to um, to get through to even people like Worf you know yeah. Which is which is very rare. Because other, other people could have said that and he would have been like, nah, no, nah, I'm not going over. It's not my place. But yeah. the way Ben framed it, um, you know, made it okay for him to
0: And I think because Worf knew that he Ugh. Worf knew that he knew. He, right. Just like idle gossip or chat, he respects him as a person who actually knows what he's talking about. Right. Okay. Right. That was a very good choice.
1: <laughs> Thank
0: you. Okay. Uh, good
1: shepherd.
0: so for good shepherd the most promotable <laughs>
1: you've got a rubber job here
0: <laughs> I, i've got a tough job I've got a tough job. given that given that i mean if we think about we should mention harry kim then i mean as a man who <laughs> yes, literally never right. gets a promotion the stalwart voyager crew member consistently <laughs> yes. and unjustly passed over for promotion
1: absolutely that he's has in, to be mentioned every time
0: yeah i mean he's only in this episode briefly right. and he's clearly obviously a respected member of the senior staff Beyond that of Justin Ensign, and even hey. pushes back at seven's efficiency ratings. <laughs> yeah, never... he got
1: like a seventy-six percent or something. Yeah. that didn't and he? then
0: he like he like gives her a bit of attitude about it. Yeah, obviously he's quite comfortable being in the, <laughs> with the senior team, but he never gets beyond that. I mean, even Lavelle got even Lavelle got promoted, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Harry never got promoted. Oh what? man, oh that is heartbreaking when you put it that way. <laughs> Anyway,
0: we're not talking about Kim. He's not. He's not on the boards here. He's not. He's not right. We've got three he options for promotions. That. We've got to talk about them. We have to talk about them. <laughs> three options for promotions. We'll take them in uh, ascending order. Then, Crewman Harren. He has got five advanced degrees in theoretical cosmology. Obviously, a clever fellow. He just doesn't do the work. Doesn't do the work. You know, you give him a job to do, he's not going to do it. I do think the experience of Good Shepherd might change how he interacts with people because I think he learned to perhaps appreciate other people being around him and accepting that they might not be as clever as him, but they do have something to add to what's going on. Um, but I don't convince it will really alter his work ethic. I think if you're, if you're his supervisor, you might have to tailor or present assignments to fit with his interests and experience. And, that, you know, this might be limited in a practical situation. Probably best thing to do is try and find him a science conference to attend. They must be attend. <laughs> there must be conferences that they go past occasionally. Right. You need yeah. to think outside the box to utilize his talents. But but he's not promotable. It, it, you could do more with him, but I don't think you should expect him to do too much
1: more. Yeah, I don't think he'd want to be promoted. <laughs> he'd probably turn it
0: down. <laughs> I think you could find you could you could make better use of his talents and yeah. maybe. Try and assist him in growing his talents, but you're never going to promote him. It's never going to happen. Uh, next up, crewman Tal I really like Tal I love I, her. Get on with her. <laughs> Sensor analyst, third grade. She, she unfortunately really, really struggles to carry out her role, yeah. which impacts ship's functions. It's quite tragic that she's really aware of this
1: mm-hmm. and it's
0: isolated her and it's caused a sort of a degree of emotional damage. However, this away mission did prove that she's very brave. She has the ability to think quickly, to act and encourage in difficult situations, not necessarily as a sensor analyst, but as a, a sort of rallying member of the crew. Perhaps she should be reassigned to, I don't know, maybe security to see if she can be a positive in addition to Tuvok's team to do something that is a bit more hands-on and involves less yeah. sensor experience.
1: I could see that because she she was good at thinking outside the box too.
0: Exactly, like, you know, thinking and, quick
1: on her feet and
0: and she could deal with people and difficult yeah. situations quickly. Yeah, and I thought that was maybe her talents are underutilized in that angle. I don't think she should be promoted though. I think she should be reassigned. Yeah. So finding yeah, that, you know,
1: what I didn't think about that, but security is probably good for her too because yeah. she's she's brave. Like when when the you know when the stuff hit the fan, she was
0: she stood up, she figured she it all up. out.
1: Yeah, and she was right there. Like we're exactly. doing this. Yeah.
0: yeah, we'll talk about this later on.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, I, I yeah, you no, are yeah. right.
1: That's a good spot for her. I like that.
0: Um, that leaves then crewman Telfer, Telfer or Tefler. I'm not even sure I'm saying it right now. I've written Telfer. I'm going know. for it. His specific role unspecified. He obviously knows a little about what Tal Celes does in astrometrics, because he's always helping her out. Initially regarded as a detriment to operations because his hypochondria prevents him from fully participating in events like away missions and, and whatnot. However, following his possession by the dark matter life form, he has magically been eradicated of his hypochondria. <laughs> uh, so he now has the ability to potentially climb the ladder. He he seemed like a person who knew what he was doing and was being stuck by some sort of psychological or emotional problem, which has now been eradicated. So we could promote him yeah. and consider that actually he may be better off now that he can deal with more difficult situations. He actually has the opportunity of growing into a better officer. So for me, promotable crewman Telfer.
1: Yeah, for sure. He's he's got a lot of potential. It really yeah. I mean he was just I, I mean I don't think you can actually c- just cure hypochondria like that. I guess though, so, but I guess no one's ever tried the, you know, sticking an alien in your body. Yeah, <laughs> <or> we've never <laughs> had a neck.
0: life form that is literally antagonistic to yeah, matter yeah. uh, <laughs> existing inside a human being before. So maybe no, we'll that, yeah. maybe it would do that. Maybe. We don't know.
1: Um, but either maybe. way, that, you know, Janeway's analogy about, about not liking the ocean. I'm, I mean,
0: I yeah. just, that's just psychobabble, was not it? It's just yeah. like, wow, that, that does not but, hold any water.
1: But, you know, like, I I, well, I think because, I mean, because that wasn't actually a phobia then. She just didn't like it. And then she yeah. got used to it when she had to, you know, be exposed to it. You know, same way, like, 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 you know, diving into the deep end of the pool for the first time, you know, it's scary, but it doesn't mean yeah. you're like, you actually have like an actual phobia. Like, like hypochondria is like a, a legit.
0: Yeah, there's there's more going on, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It's but, not just being uh, scared still, of being ill.
1: Yeah, yeah. But th- but confident. still, like the fact that he he felt so com- he felt so confident after that, that's such a great yeah. step. Um, and it really does seem, yeah, it does seem like that's the only thing holding him back. That's the only they didn't um, that was the only complaint they had about him was that he was too afraid to do anything. Yeah. So I think yeah. So maybe this is the first step into
0: he uh, must you know,
1: afraid and he can do he, he it. he could
0: and, move up the ladder.
1: Yeah, and, and he seemed like it seemed like he was um kind of being like like tutoring Talcelas and everything. Exactly. So he he was
0: really like, was yeah. doing that. And yeah. he obviously knew what her role was right. reasonably well.
1: Yeah.
0: So I, I, mean, I do think there's a bit of potential in him.
1: And just seems like a really nice person too. there wasn't anything like No.
0: And he didn't seem any more bizarre than Barclay, for example
1: yeah 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 i got a, a reg vibe from him kind yeah. of you know like there's just this one thing that's holding you back from greatness <laughs> yeah
0: and maybe i mean when when voyage gets back maybe barclay should be looking at one of those dark matter creatures and just see
1: if he can get <laughs> right Dork, Dork, yeah, creature in. shock therapy it's yeah
0: like, whatever it, it is God. controls your motor neurons, walks you through a force field, dies and you're <laughs> taking your hypochondria with it.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, and, and he seems like the one, I mean, he they don't really mention what his deal was about, you know, wanting to be, because the, the, um oh man what's the guy who, the grumpy guy's name again? Mortimer Heron. Mortimer Heron. <laughs> Mortimer Heron. <Harren. laughs> I mean, that is a brilliant name uh, mortimer heron um i mean th- he is in a sucky situation he just needed to get through one year on this sp- on the ship so that he could be in his think tank for the rest of his life where he wanted to be that yeah. sucks it does um, you, think,
0: you think you make the you, you try and do a bit more with it yeah He's just hidden... Because he could do so much more. Yeah. There's, but he could use his intelligence to solve myriad problems that Voyager faces. Yeah. He just never chooses to confront any of those problems. And he doesn't want to try. He, he wants everything to be a theory, not an actual practical.
1: Right. Yeah, Doesn't he, he has a great... What's that great line? I mean, we'll get to it later. He says, you know, I hate putting theories into practical. Yeah. <laughs> which I love. But uh, yeah, but so, I mean... I, hey, I get it. I'd be happy sitting in a plasma relay room, you know, and just doing my thing. And <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, <laughs> so it's I a good thing of reading see. a book at work, isn't it? You know, <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'll just read a
1: book. Oh man, but but yeah, I mean, you got to feel for, for for him in that situation, and and you got to you know you got to feel for uh for Tal too she has, we'll talk about this for best line, I won't yeah. go into her, her story, but she's got a, a sad story too, and
0: uh-huh. and we
1: don't get as much of a backstory, you know, just besides no. the for but um, we but really yeah, I, don't,
0: he's the crew member we find out least about
1: yeah but i feel uh, all, like
0: all we know is he's got hypochondria and he doesn't have hypochondria
1: he's a nice guy
0: like he, he's very yeah. nice he gets the benefit of the doubt
1: yeah yeah and i th- i think i think you're right i think if we saw him again we'd see him you know go on another away mission as the next yeah. baby step you know and, and keep it up and i bet you're right i bet if they had you know been stranded in the delta quadrant for longer he would have eventually become a really good officer that's a good obviously,
0: pick. couldn't be not, until Harry Kim gets promoted. He <laughs> couldn't move. Nowhere <laughs> oh my to go.
1: God, yeah, he's not getting promoted if Harry's not.
0: <laughs> um, okay, who is your most promotable then? Is it, is it Ben or is it Billy?
1: Ugh, they're both great. I love them both. My point's going to Ben. I just think he's a very special character. And, he uh, is. If he I was is. dying, I'd promote him.
0: <laughs> I am going to give my point. I love the choice of Ben. It was a very outside-the-box choice, which I did not see coming. I do feel like Telfer he deserves his opportunity. He, he need he need he, he needs the chance to grow a little bit and to do it. So I'm, I think I think Ben's gonna be all right. I think if Ben doesn't get promoted, he'll be fine. <laughs> he'll figure something else out. But I think I think Telfer needs to be promoted. So I think we should go for it. I'm gonna give it to him.
1: I don't think Janeway's handing out promotions, unfortunately. No, I don't think so either. But he does deserve the chance. She deserves one
0: go. go.
1: Yeah. All right. So two for lower decks, two for Good Shepherd. That's it. I like it.
0: (laughs) Okay. What do you want to do for round three?
1: All right. So we talked about, we evaluated our crew and promoted one of our lower deckers. I think let's talk about the other side. Let's talk about who our best role models are.
0: Okay. Best role model.
1: Yeah.
0: I have... Only one choice. I can't find it. Where's my bit of paper that says it? (laughs) There we go. Without doubt, without question, the best role model is obviously Janeway. Through the entire episode, she's trying to guide these three misfits into finding and accepting their place on Voyager, when really the other senior staff have literally given up on them. And I just think that is Janeway through and through. She's seen a problem, and she thinks she can support and help, and so she's going to, even though it's going to be massively hard work, and it will be so much easier just to let this carry on, even when, even when Chicote says, "Why don't we just relieve them of duty and let them get on with their lives?" You know, which I I felt so bad for the three of them. Like, wow, you are so useless to the functioning of this <laughs> ship. They're <laughs> happy if you just sit in your room and do whatever you like. I felt really bad for them all. Yeah. And I, I, if that was me, I'd feel terrible. Um, but Janeway does not see it like that. She feels that she has let them down rather than them letting the ship down. And she feels she wants to do a little more, for, she wants to do something for them to so see if so she can develop them a little bit. Um, and she really gets involved with all three of them. She really tries to make an effort to connect with them all to find out what they're interested in, to find out why they're struggling and to, to push them to do something a bit better. And I feel like she does this best with Celez less so with Billy and even less so with Harren. And I think, to be honest, the Harren is hard work all the way through, yeah. just really irksome attitude. That's all the only response you get from him is sort of antagonistic. And even though Janeway chart tries, she, I can see she's given up. She likes, you know, there's only so much she's going to press Harren. and I feel like she gives up on him h- halfway through the episode. But she gets to it with Billy and Taltalez, and the moment I picked was actually quite early on in sort of the mission before they'd even got into the into the uh, the Delta flyer. When Billy and Taltalez are in the mess hall and they're talking about. Um, what are they talking about? Subspace infrared algorithm. And Janeway comes in and she just jumps in with how she remembers how to manage subspace infrared algorithms. CGI Zero, <laughs> That's it. Zero G is fun. Zero particle der- Zeta particle derivation, gamma wave frequency, ion distribution, and flow rate of positrons. And they both look really like dumbstruck. And it's a nice and that's the way I love to remember things as well, using acronyms and yeah. Things like that. I really like that, um, but she's just such a brilliant mentor for these three people. And perhaps if she'd been that brilliant mentor from day one, all three of them would be in different places now. Because I think she'd have, I think she'd have found them things to do, whereas the other people have given up on them. She, she's just intelligent, level-headed, positive, and she's just relentless in her efforts. To improve the lot of these three lost crew members, so Jane weighs my group.
1: Yeah, she does. She does do a great job in this episode. I love that scene you pick. It's just the same thing with Mortimer Heron when she goes down to deck fifteen. Yes. And uh, you know the theorem or whatever he's trying to disprove, and oh uh,
0: she... yeah, and she knows what it is that he's going to struggle to get past. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because
0: she's a scientist.
1: She's a scientist. Yeah. She knows
0: all this stuff.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: I really want to know yeah. now what it is. It's like Wang's, Wang's the second theorem. postulate. Is it oh, Wang's yeah. second postulate?
1: There's a I've, theorem in there somewhere. I think. I've I
0: guessed know. that without looking it up. And now I'm really excited to know if I'm right.
1: Go ahead, check it out. There was Because there were two things. Like he had to disprove Wang's yeah. second postulate or something to get past something in the last theorem. <laughs>
0: it was... Right, okay. So the, it's a word I can't even say. Sch- <laughs> Sch- Sch- Schlitz-Holtz' theory of multiple big bangs. Ah... Um, but Wang's second postulate was a difficult thing to deal with. It was. I can't believe I remembered that. I can't remember Tuffler's name. (laughs) I don't even know. I don't know if it's an LF or an FL, but I remembered Wang's second postulate.
1: Oh, that's great. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So she does I mean, she's a great job here. She really does. But I, I also feel like this episode could have happened you know, seasons earlier, too there's a point where um more we having really has her number here uh, i i forget what they're you know they're talking about and he's like well okay if i relieved your guilt yet you know <laughs> you're, yeah you're fine. like like as if like she's only there because she now she feels guilty that for six years she she it basically ignored them yeah um, which is part you know i have to admit he's got a point there you know yeah that, but it's it's,
0: it. it's it's not it's it's not only the captain's responsibility, though, to yes. solve all these problems, is it? Right. If he wanted to be a bigger part of the crew, he could have been. Absolutely. He's obviously a very intelligent guy.
1: And once she does become aware of these three people and their situation, she, she, I mean, she jumps into action. And she comes up with a great, that's a great idea, to take them all on an away mission with the captain. That's yeah. a really great idea. Um, and unfortunately, some, or maybe fortunately, there's some uh, team bonding. Yeah. <laughs> that happens when you're being attacked by dark matter aliens i guess <laughs> yeah um, it's like a t- retreat you know but um and she and she does great and yeah yeah that's a good pick of course Janeway. Thank you.
0: who did you have for best role model All you've right. got a lot of options as well i, I think
1: do. yeah because like i said everyone except ben yeah. <laughs> we get to see their their role model we we get to see uh laforge get annoyed at <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tarek. uh
0: unjustly annoyed given that unjustly, Tarek was absolutely yes. right all the way never wrong about anything
1: that's yeah <laughs> that's also classical forge too yeah, yeah. any patience with any of that <laughs> and the same thing is classic will being will uh, let's see oh beverly is funny because she's more acting like uh nurser Gawa's friend than her boy. yeah you know? <laughs>
0: Was it? Was it? <laughs> oh, was it? A partner Andrew? Is that, yeah, is that her partner? Andrew
1: something? I can yeah, remember. yeah. It's her her boyfriend, and then her fiance, and you know, there's lots of gossip, <laughs> which is fun. Um, but I am picking for best role model. Well, even even and even Captain Picard too. And you can you know he he's an obvious choice. Yes. So you know he gets you get that brilliant. scene.
0: He is scary as hell in this episode. He
1: is. Yeah. When you you. See- you when you see him, this larger-than-life character from the the you know position of the lower deckers, yeah, he's, he's intimidating.
0: When he comes out of the medical bay and he just yes. says to Jackson, "Ensign, you're with me," he walks along, doesn't say anything to the turbo lift, and the size difference between them as well is really yes. stark. I don't know how short she is or how tall he is, but it was mm-hmm. really like, wow, that is a uh, that is different looking.
1: Yeah, and then Lavelle walks, sees sees her with the captain. He's like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's really good. That's a good point. Um, and then, but then you do get that nice, you know, he antagonizes her at first, but then you you do get that nice scene later where he says, "I know why you're on the Enterprise. You're on the Enterprise because I asked for you, and I wanted you. To, I think you deserved a fair shot." He's
0: such a he's such a ledge,
1: which is oh my god, it's such a Picard thing to do. Yeah, yeah, um, that almost has me rethinking my best role model, but no, not quite. Uh. <laughs> I happen to think that. The guitar scene is Worf's best scene in Star Trek. Wow, bar none. That's my favorite Worf moment.
0: That is a powerful statement.
1: That's a bold statement. I get it. I do. But I, I, this is this is the God. This is the most insightful and generous and kind that I've ever that we ever get to see Worf be. Um, and I guess it is like when you see it, because you're seeing it from the perspective of his his, his subordinate or, or his mentee, I guess. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but I just love it. She, you know, they, she has his his class, and and um, and he keeps you know, Ceda Jaxa after class, and and says, "I think you might be ready for the advanced, you know, advanced class or whatever. But first, you have to pass the Gital." which he completely made up love it, <laughs> just to prove a point to her. And it was, it's a, such a Klingon way to prove a point.
0: Yeah. You know? just fight, someone.
1: fight someone, you know, even if it was a fake, you know, fake thing, you know, <laughs> he's like, you put on this blindfold and you defend yourself. That's what you got to do. What a life lesson. Defend yeah. yourself. You know, we, no matter what life throws at you, it's going to throw this big Klingon at you, trying to knock you on your ass. You know, <laughs> and 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 she passed the guitar. I mean, she she she's like, this this is ridiculously unfair. You know, how am I supposed to defend myself when I'm blindfolded? And um, and you know, but after I mean, she she falls down and gets back up again a few times before you know she takes off the blindfold. He's like he's like, yeah, it's unfair. Perhaps next time. He won't take so many bruises before you defend yourself or something like that, which um, which is just, uh, I just love that scene because he really, really gets through to her. You it's know?
0: such a clever idea Yeah. to utilize, you know, and we, we always see this stuff in the background. They're always doing some sort of exercise or taking yeah. some sort of class, but to use it, you know, as part of the storytelling, I, I, it was so good. And was you're so good. right, the, the g is such a great idea. That he made it up really surprised me because yes. I thought this this could have easily been a real thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it makes uh, sense with everything we know yeah. about Klingons. <laughs> but um, but uh, yeah, I just I love that he he found this this person that works for him that he really believes in that he really sees something in. He's doing his best to be her champion to to Riker for promotions and things like that. Mm-hmm. But he also you know was trying to teach her a life lesson that god that that everyone needs to, to needs to learn but that she specifically has a deeper connection to you know with what happened yeah. at the academy and to do it in such a what a on way to teach that lesson uh, but still in a gentle way too like it's still this was a very gentle thing like he was just like knocking her down he wasn't like you know like Klingon, it wasn't a guitar, wasn't It wasn't to yeah. the death, you know. Yeah. It was just like she tried to get on. He wasn't bruising her, and he yeah, he just like you know, uh, t- knock her feet out from under her, and and so a gentle but also in a Klingon way. And I just thought, I just thought that's so lovely. And I just oh, it's such a great and the look on her face when she realizes when it sinks in, you can see it. That oh, the, the actress that plays Ceto Jack Jackson, Jackson mm-hmm. is is incredible too. And you can just see it in her face when it clicks with what he's trying to tell her. And she's like, it's completely
0: yeah, yeah. unreasonable.
1: And yeah. And, and she smiles. Cause she, 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 it clicks in with her head in her head that like, Oh yeah. I, I have to defend myself. I have to stand up for myself. And, and she goes right. You know, the next thing we see her is her going back to captain Picard and saying, you know, I I'm doing my best here. You mm-hmm. know, if you don't believe in me. You got to give me a transfer and give me a chance to, uh, somewhere else. And, you know, and then we find out what, you know, why he was really, being that way with her, but she defends herself, and ah, oh, I just love it. She takes it to heart. It was a very effective lesson, and it was wonderful, and it was Warf's finest moment to me. That, that is
0: that is high praise indeed. <laughs> <I know>. Okay, <laughs> point. If we're thinking about points, you you've really thrown me a curveball because I thought Janeway was definitely going to win this, and now because I I don't I. Janeway, I think, has just been Janeway all the way through. Obviously, she's taking interest in her crew, and she yeah. knows her science, and she's positive and upbeat. But she won't take any shit. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. Yeah. But you know, she she's she's great at her job. She's great at being Janeway. But this is war. This, as you say, it's war. This is Wolf's standout moment.
1: Yeah. Uh...
0: I'm gonna give my point to Worf, and I really didn't think I was gonna do that when I started talking about Janeway. All right, I know
1: because I mean Janeway is Janeway. You're, yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, she's just awesome, and they're like a million. Like I can't think of very many categories that that Worf would be Janeway. Quite honestly,
0: no. I mean, and this is For such sure. a stark contrast to the last episode we discussed, Worf. <laughs> Where he was refusing to help someone oh, out yeah. of sheer bloody-mindedness. And we all disagreed with him. Everyone thought he was wrong, but and no the, one could tell him he was wrong.
1: And the Romulan died.
0: <laughs> you, then he would die. Wow. This is, you oh. know, a tale of two wharfs. Just completely, completely different.
1: And a tale of two wolves too. Like, he's more of a father to Ceto-Jaxa than he ever was to Alexander. <laughs> well okay no. that, that's not true not ever there there's some great scenes there's there, some moments there. yeah i'm taking that back i'm walking that one back there all were, right, there were right. a few good moments but this is a really good father moment um <laughs> for um, but yeah. my point's going to wharf.
0: <laughs> right um both to wharf. Wharf, you've done so well this episode
1: wow. yeah he didn't kill any romulans with his pure stubbornness no <laughs> he got himself up two points <laughs> okay.
0: okay end of round three uh four points to lower decks two points to good shepherd okay still play this all the way through um well now we've had the best role model let's let's uh decide who we're awarding the christopher pike medal of valor to who will you be awarding it to Jen?
1: Yeah, not even messing around with this. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, who else is it going to be?
1: Yeah, we we talked a lot about her, you know, about the lead up to her away mission. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. About how, you know, God, I mean, so we know know her background. We know what happened to her at the Academy. And she tells us about what the rest of her Academy time was like. You know, we see her here and trying to overcome you know her mistakes and 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 become (laughs) become a good officer and then she walks into that conference room and sees a Cardassian there and you know she and she does she gives a really good side eye (laughs) to the Cardassian
0: yeah she really does
1: (laughs) which of course she does my goodness and, um, and you could see this, again, that actress. Oh, I just love her. She's very expressive. And um, um, re- I've never seen anything else. Yeah, you know, I'm going to look up her name and say her name because she's incredible. Let me see. I should, I should just always have Memory Alpha open.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, same. It should always be on my computer. It should never not be on.
1: Played by Shannon Phil.
0: Oh, good old Shannon Phil.
1: So Shannon Phil, and she's... Amazing and uh, but but so she, you know, she, she's giving him the sideway, and then you can see the look of like surprise on her face when Picard tells her that this is a Federation uh-huh. spy, you know. Um, and and you know, he tells her what you know that we have to get him back to Cardassian space, um, so he can keep, keep being a spy, you know. <laughs> it's a pretty valuable thing to have if you if you've yeah. a Federation spy into the Cardassian government.
0: Absolutely, oh, huge. A member of the Bazaar. I mean, I suppose he he could be a candidate for the uh, Medal yeah. of Valor as well. uh yeah.
1: Oh, for I mean, sure. Yeah, I just didn't want to even mess with it.
0: <laughs> no, no,
1: for sure. So. For sure. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, because I mean, even they make a point saying, you know, about what Cardassians do to their prisoners. Yeah. Imagine what they would do to a Cardassian traitor.
0: It like, off the chart. You couldn't even think about uh, yeah. it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's serious business. Um, so yeah, so he's, he's very brave. He's doing a brave thing too, for sure. Um, but focusing on our girl here, just because this is, she's the one who ends up, you know, losing her life.
0: No, of course, of course.
1: Um, yeah. Uh, so she basically, Picard tells her the mission and, and, you know, says, I'm not ordering you to do this. And she says, well, then I volunteer You know, which of course she does. Cause she's Starfleet through and through, you know, despite what happened during the Academy uh, that the Academy incident, she's Starfleet through and through, mm-hmm. and of course she's going to do it. And God, and they make her make her up to look like she's been beaten, which is kind of jarring to begin with, you know, even before she gets in that yeah, that shuttle. Uh, oh. It's
0: it's a weird scene where she sort of proudly displays her bruises. <laughs> because <brooders>. <laughs> it's still makeup, it's is. all fake.
1: <laughs> look at these they're great right. <laughs> oh and she has a nice goodbye scene with wharf of course yeah i really like oh, that scene oh god Worf looks so nervous um and oh, rightly so yeah you know, and then we you know we, and and even like like he picard asked her you know you you're you're a certified pilot right and everything because she's gonna have to pilot this. Even if, if everything had worked out perfectly, this is horrible and scary, you know.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> to
1: pilot this escape pod. Try to get back to Federation space without being detected, and it's just awful. Ugh. but but you know, there's a there's a scene there, um, between the Cardassian and you know, and Zedo Jackson when they're in the pod and they're talking about like why are you doing this why are you doing this <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like oh i, I didn't think a cardassian you know would you know give his life you know to help and and that
0: that he whole helped. scene was not required at all for the story no. just just to have those two in the shuttle having a chat about why they would help each other yeah that's the only closure we get for no. for sita Jackson. No. yeah that that she's doing this with her eyes open yeah no. and that it's, she's different now for having done it because she wouldn't have, maybe she wouldn't have done it before because she can't you know she couldn't have imagined a time when this would be a thing to do. Right. Uh, I, I really I like that scene and I just yeah. I thought this is so sad that this is her this is her swan song. We're not yeah. going to see anything else from her now.
1: Right. Yeah. Because how Starfleet is that for a Bajoran to give her life? You know. Absolutely. For this Cardassian spy. to Get back. I mean, she made a difference. I mean. <laughs>
0: he got back didn't he he was he seemed yeah. that he got back
1: no yeah. and it's horrible and tragic and the way they the way they deliver the news i think is i like there's it's just there's just this suspense Damn. everybody on the bridge is is you could see how worried they are um you know and and oh god and and rikers like scan for life signs and Lavelle's like, "Oh, it would help if I knew what kind of life signs." Uh,
0: and that's the only time they ever give out any information, because yep. the, usually they're just saying you don't need to know or you weren't asked to do that,
1: right? And then they just
0: give like, it out quickly. Yep. Oh. So
1: Bajoran and Lavelle, you could see his face just—he mm-hmm. tries not to. You see, he does a good job too of, of like trying not to give away to Riker, you know, trying to be professional. But you could see in his eyes that his face drops because his worst fear had been confirmed—that she was on that shuttle. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know, Worf has the idea we could, you know, uh, shoot a probe into Cardassian space, and and Riker says that would be a treaty violation, and Picard just like do it, you know. Yeah. Which is that, very, no,
0: not no debate there. Yeah, let's right. do it. Let's do do it.
1: Yeah, because I I thought that was, I mean, oh my god, because this is one of our own, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um uh, and like I said, you know, the tears start falling for me when card gets on the loudspeaker and delivers the news, and Mm. ugh, it's awful. And Cedo Jaxa is a really interesting character.
0: Yeah, Um, that they thought to bring her back,
1: yeah, was
0: was really clever and not necessarily necessary, but it just added again another layer to the story. Yeah, because it could have been any Romulan, any Romulan, any Cardassian. Crumbs. Could have been any Bajoran. yeah. But to bring back somebody we already knew—that's really clever and just take brings so much out about the whole lower deck, lower decks aspect. Yeah, not not one of the main, not one of the main crew. Oh, so good,
1: and it worked too. Because I mean, I'm I'm not particularly uh, proud of of her being part of that incident. No. Yeah. Um, either so I thought that was I thought that was excellent to bring her back too. Did, so we could, you know, so we could give her so that I personally could give her another chance to redeem herself. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and to for me to not define her by just that one thing because I don't define Wesley Crusher by that. No, because I know him. I guess is that why I judge Nick Locarno more. Harshly, because I feel yeah. like he was the architect of the cover up.
0: Um, yeah.
1: But, you know, but now, but by the end, they, they, by this, in this one episode, they made me love her enough that I cry every time she dies. You
0: know? Yeah. I Sometimes mean,
1: I've seen her die. <laughs>
0: she, 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 she's utterly redeemed, but she's redeemed yeah. without doing this. She didn't need Oh, to
1: right. It. Absolutely. She, yeah. she,
0: she, she made up, she made a mistake. Right. She made it, She was punished, and now she's now she's it's a clean slate. She's back to normal, but I mean, you know, her death and the fact that they chose her because she was a Bajoran yes, oh, wow, oh and that she is tragic. So
1: realise should be so young? Yeah, wow. oh, she is so young. It's such a waste.
0: <laughs> okay. Oh, oh
1: man. All right. Well,
0: you know, medal of medal of valor.
1: <laughs> she, she probably did get them uh, posthumously receive the Christmas? She price.
0: probably did get it. That's that's the that's yep. the awkward bit here. Nope. <laughs> um, for me, there were two potential candidates for the Medal of Valor, and I am only just deciding right now who is the runner-up and who <laughs> is the main event.
1: On the fly, I like it.
0: I am going to make my runner-up. My runner up is Talcelez <laughs> for refusing to abandon ship yeah. and for rallying the crew to support Janeway and see the mission through.
1: Yep.
0: Because she changed, she changed the outcome of that mission with that action. She did. I don't think that Janeway would have survived without her. Uh they all needed to be on the they all need to be piloting the ship and sort of solving the problem.
1: Yep.
0: I appreciate her confidence in that moment. I do feel she sort of she massively redeemed herself.
1: For sure. She's great. I love her.
0: She is great. Yeah. Simultaneously, <laughs> Mortimer Harren, <laughs> sheepishly, pun intended, moves out to the back of the moves to the back of the Delta Delta Flyer and gets into the escape pod. And I honestly still thought he was trying to escape. I forgot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they got but, me with that too. Yeah, I was he, like, "Oh, that's so on brand for you, Mortimer." Exactly,
0: <laughs> he, because he all the way through the episode, he has demonstrated no remorse or regret about his position. Both Telfer and Talthyess they they are acutely aware of how awkward this is for them and how difficult it is. Whereas he is choosing to be like this. Yeah, he doesn't have to be like this. He's selecting it. Um. And he gets into the escape pod, and I really just thought he was there to leave. And then he then he um, navigates it into the oncoming sort of dark matter life form wave to try and draw them away with the delta flyer because he knows that the antimatter creatures will be attracted to the matter in the escape pod. He's u- you know he's using his uh, scientific acumen to do something practical. And trying and essentially risking his own life to save the, the crew members, you know, one of which he recently called intellectually deficient. You know, he's not a nice man, but he did something extremely brave at that moment to try and save the people on his ship. Um, we thought he was saving his skin. In fact, he was risking his life to save other people's. That That is where you get your valour, your valour your valor medal. For, for doing those kind of things still not a very nice guy yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah I agree he, he does he has his moment
0: <laughs> and that's it that is his single moment
1: that is his single moment and and quite honestly he I mean it worked you know what I mean yeah like he, that's a that's a brave thing to do. It was it was only because of of Tal Celeste's quick thinking that the, you know that they were able to actually like get him mm-hmm. back at all. You know, so he does get points for bravery there.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and
1: for saving his his fellow, you know,
0: <laughs> his fellow
1: crew members.
0: It was a brave thing to do.
1: A brave thing to do.
0: But but that's the only thing he did do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But it's also the last thing we see him do.
0: Yeah. So. He never wake we never see him spending time with Billy and Talcelez, which is what Billy offered. Why yeah. don't you come and spend some time with us when we get back? You might even enjoy yourself. <laughs> because because one thing that Telford is proud of is that he has a genuine friend. Talcales is yes. his friend. He really likes her. They get on. You could be our friend as well. Just spend some time with us. He's a really nice guy and he's trying to like form a link with Mortimer Harren. I don't think many people. Well, most people haven't bothered. Easy, just to leave them alone.
1: <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and and see, everyone has it in them, you know, to do the right thing. Yeah, and to you know step up, and <laughs> and he finally just chose chose that moment to do it, and that's kind of a testament to Janeway. Yeah, I mean, because even. Uh- I mean, we're we're forgetting too that like right before this happened, he basically murdered an alien <laughs> against <Yeah>. orders. <supporters. laughs>
0: yes, I mean he's still he's still a weird guy, isn't he? You know? Yeah. But the, that shouldn't take away from the fact he did that one. You know, if we're giving the the medal of valor for this for the one brave act, that was it.
1: Yeah, he for went
0: sure. He his own life. The other stuff either side of it maybe that would uh, discount him from actually getting the medal <laughs> you know you, you first right. contact murder
1: right. <laughs> yeah first contact murders are are usually generally frowned upon they're
0: not looked upon favorably <laughs> in the uh, the medal condition oh,
1: that's so funny yeah yeah but you know if you ignore all the stuff he did before <laughs>
0: I'm afraid oh, okay. I can't ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> i know, really yeah, struggling. I but,
1: but also, yeah, he really did give them enough time to you know, to do it yeah. to get to the ring or whatever. And uh, yeah, and that's for that you know, and it was called also kind of um, it was a pretty dramatic way to do it too, not to tell anyone instead of just like you know. Yeah, like,
0: well I, I wonder when, when he decided to do that. Yeah, I, I wonder if yeah. he got into the escape pod thinking I'll escape.
1: Yeah. That's so funny. I do, yeah. When did he decide? Did he decide before that, you know, or did he just make, is it a, a game time decision?
0: <laughs> yeah. Because if, if everyone else had gone really to escape pods as well, yeah, I wonder if it would, he have thought it was worth doing.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. It's a good thought experiment.
0: Yeah. And I don't like to think what the answer would be.
1: But I do kind of think that, that Janeway did rub off Janeway. And, and honestly, tell Celeste and, uh, you know, kind of like rubbed off on him a little. Oh, yeah, definitely. Being brave. And like, oh, well, you know. I
0: I think he recognized that they had a better experience on Voyager than he does. Yeah. Even though he's doing what he wants to, you know, he's spending his time doing the things he wants to do, they're having a better time of it. And they're being more useful and effective.
1: And like, and it's totally fine to not want to be social, you know, and to not, you know, that's just how, if that's just how you are. Like that's to- There's nothing wrong with that, but it's better for you probably to just in that situation. That's fine, but also to try to make the best of the situation you're in. Yeah. Um, whatever that means to you, you know. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Okay.
0: Where? Who are we awarding the medal with, to?
1: It's Ceto Jackson.
0: <laughs> Obviously, Ceto Jackson. I mean, you know, <laughs> She's just. She she literally gave her. They they both they both sacrificed their lives. Yeah, they both risked their lives. They both risked their lives. Sorry, Um, but one did it with so much more thought and consideration and weighing up the consequences, and one did it maybe on the spur of the moment. Not really sure why he did it. What one was just evidently brave, and the other one was I don't know unusual. You're brave, but you don't get a medal for it.
1: (laughs) Maybe you weren't such a dick the whole time. (laughs) Exactly,
0: that's it. it? That's it. You know, if he'd been a stand-up guy and said, "Look, I'll get in this, I'll get in the skateboards and draw them away from you," you know, you guys have really shown me what it means to be part of a crew. We never got that. We never got any of them recognizing this has been good for them yeah
1: no oh, I, 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 I don't like to have seen if, if they had learned anything because because just like oh how did the shepherd do did you find your sheep and she's like yeah i think so <laughs> that's <Yeah>. the end
0: <laughs> i only Tel really like stands up and is like no we're not leaving a crew doesn't abandon yeah. she she changes she chose what she's good at
1: if they had they ha- if they had like a scene at the end of, of like them interacting in the mess hall with other people or being social or I or, mean or like if there was a maybe them volunteering to go on another Way mission or something like that to see that there had been a change. I mean <laughs> so, it just
0: brings us up to the idea that it is absolutely criminal that we never see any of these characters again. Yeah. It's that's absolutely criminal. Hard.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree.
0: For both of the, for, both for both series.
1: Yeah, yeah, Now maybe maybe that would have been different if uh it wasn't the last season of TNG. I N G. I don't know. The history. Of course. Of course. Well. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, yeah. No, I. Okay. I, yeah. all Four right.
0: rounds. Lower decks has six points. Good shepherd, trailing with two. <laughs> we might right. be able to even this up it's a touch.
1: To
0: Final round. A uh. A variation on a snap classic. <laughs> We're looking for the best lower decks line. General do you have a best lower decks line?
1: So this is a line said by one of the lower decks crew? Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> okay. So I just went... so yeah, so the senior staff had, had, had like a lot of really good um uh lines here. Um and and the but the lower the lower deck uh crew um I already talked a little bit about um about cedar jackson and and how she de- de- you know defending herself to Picard mm-hmm. and she had some good things there but um but there are more um but the lines the lower deck lines that are that really stuck with me are, are were more of like the funny <laughs> the funny lines I have a couple of yeah. funny ones. I, I i have a uh a runner up which is ben Ben mm-hmm. uh they're at the the poker table and uh and lavelle's like, oh i gotta gotta G- gotta get to sleep so I'm sharp for tomorrow, you know, because he's such a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Ben says, ben, he's, he's like, Why? So you can get promoted, have more responsibilities, and have to get to sleep even earlier?
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> and,
1: like, call out. like, it's just a cycle of, you know, <laughs> rub it
0: in, Ben, rub it in.
1: <laughs> which I thought was funny. Um, but the the line, I, okay, so but the line I picked as the best lower decks line that I really liked, um, which is it, kind of like a kind of like defines the idea of the lower deck concept mm-hmm. to me it's an example of the whole concept which is um, Ben's Ben's talking about Will Riker as a, you know he calls him Will he's like you call him Will yes I really <laughs> like that the you know and, and he's like he's like, yeah just a regular guy you know he, and he wants to be treated as such when he comes in, you know into 10 Ford so I, I treat him as a very guy and he, he's, he's like uh, you know so he calls him a regular guy and, and Lavelle's like Riker I bet he sleeps in his uniform. (laughs) (laughs) The reason I like that line is because of the different perspective that that brings to the character of Riker. And and to the, I mean, just to the senior staff versus the lower deck staff in general. Because we know Riker, we know Riker Riker really well. And we know he's he's kind of like, it's more crazy side, you know? And for someone to have that impression of him, that he's like such as like a stickler nerd that would sleep in his uniform, you know what I mean? It's really funny because it's a misperception of the character of Riker, but it's also not a misperception because that's the only side of Riker that Lavelle gets to see.
0: He presents really sternly to Lavelle. He does. And he can be very stern.
1: He can be. And that's not the only side to Riker. And I, I think that's really funny. And I think that's why it's valuable to to get the perspective that these two episodes bring. You know, of seeing things from, from someone besides the, you know, six or seven characters that we know really well that yes. are run, running the ship. And I, I, always, I always just, I just get such a kick out of that line, and I think it's, it's why the lower decks concept works so well, and why they decided, hey, we can make an entire cartoon series <laughs> based on that idea.
0: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So that's why I picked that.
0: It's, it's a good line. And it's a funny line, and it does, it does really nicely show it, doesn't it? And you yeah. Think, yeah, you could get a whole new series out of this. Why not? <laughs> um, for. For Good Shepherd, the best lower decks line. I've got a runner up and then a, a winner. So my runner up is early on as, as Janeway goes down to deck 15 to look for Mortimer Harren. <laughs> and she looks he looks at her. And he obviously he knows who she is. But he she had to look at a picture of him really to know who he was. Um she, he knows who she is. And he looks at her, and his first was out of his mouth her- are you lost? Because <laughs> why would anyone else come to deck 15 to do what he right. does? Pointless.
1: Why would she be there?
0: <laughs> yeah. And that was funny, but he instantly goes to arrogant and then remains so for the rest of the episode. Uh, so I sort of dismissed it really. Uh, the line I picked, it was a line that just really broke my heart. And I thought this was such a, this was a massive concept, which I thought could have, which would have deserved further exploration. I felt. Um, this is from Celeste when she's talking to Janeway about her position on Voyager, and she says to Janeway, she's talking to her about how difficult it is that how difficult she finds the job, um, how how awkward and, and and terrified she is by just doing the sensor analyses, and uh and Janeway sort of tries to get officers some platitudes about how brave everyone is aboard. But Tal Celeste wants to know, would that be enough to keep me would that be enough to keep me to keep me in in service if we were in the alpha Quadrant and Janeway doesn't quite answer because she knows that maybe the answer is still no and at the very end of that scene, Celeste says, "I don't deserve to be on your ship, Captain. I'm not really a part of Voyager. I just live there and I was like that is so harsh she to feel like that and to have nowhere to go you have to be there there is nowhere else you can live this is your house and everyone you live with thinks you don't do your job very well and you can't leave and do anything else man that is hard that's so hard and i really felt bad for her and i wondered if there was going to be more follow-up to this in the future um but the line, "I just live there," that really hit me home, and I felt really terrible for Celeste and how much she's had to deal with all this while.
1: Yeah, you you picked my favorite line in the whole episode too. I, I when every time I hear her say that, like my heart literally like cracks in two.
0: It just like, sinks, doesn't oh, it? It just sinks. It's can so you
1: imagine hard. feeling that way? Like there's nowhere for her to go. Like that's that she feels like she's not a part of of anything but she can't do anything about it. If she if the, if this was if they were back in the alpha quadrant she'd be like, "Well, you know, I obviously don't fit in here. I should put in for a time transfer.
0: Of, time to do something else." Time yeah. to move
1: on. And you can't move on and you're theoretically, you know, <laughs> going to spend your whole life here doing yeah. this and oh my god. That oh, I can't imagine feeling that way. I mean, no. And 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 it, 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 when you think about like like when you hear that and then you look at about how hard she's actually trying. I mean that shows a lot about her character too. Yeah, you know?
0: she's still persistently yeah. you know waking up billy like i need help i need to right. go to these central places right. i need to know how to do this
1: god if i felt that way i probably would do the same thing mortimer's doing <laughs> i'd probably i'd be fine you know I'd be like well i'll just work the plasma relay room for 70 years and yeah i'll you know, find the
0: bit that i know how to deal from, with yeah and then then I'll, live, live for my it.
1: holodeck time or you know yeah. or whatever yeah, and Eat, three, yeah, side quests and, you know, eat three meals a day. Ooh, it's almost time for, you know, nutritional yeah. supplements. <laughs> the highlight I'm of my day, day. you know, yeah. like, oh, I just, it kills me. And when she, you know, when she even talks about what her, you know, like again, our two Bajoran. Yeah, we hear about the uh, experience at the Academy for both of them. And it's it yeah. sounds awful for both of them. And the, God, uh, having to get through making it through, barely making it through Starfleet by cramming as hard as you possibly can for every exam, that says something about your character, too. Yeah. You know? Okay, so maybe you're not the best analytical thinker. That's not everything, you know?
0: No. <laughs> I feel like she has got the opportunity to find out something no. she is actually good at in it's, Starfleet. Yeah,
1: I think, oh yeah, it's I, real I really want her to be able to find what she's good at, because you know she's good at, she, she's a great person, she's got courage, she's got... You know, she she thinks outside the box, like we said earlier, and mm-hmm. and I think maybe maybe are right. Like let her try security, you know, let her try different th- and you know different engineering and ops and all co- you know. I don't yeah. know, maybe she would be good with more hands on things. I don't know. And
0: she wanted if to just she... be, you know, she said if there's a waitress position, you know, I can serve coffee. <laughs> oh. I thought, oh, don't do that. Yeah, you obviously got some skills. You got through right. the academy. You know that's an achievement in its own right,
1: right? No, yeah, just the, I mean I can like if something was that hard, not very many people would have kept up and and actually graduated from the academy. No, precisely. You know, oh, she breaks my heart. <laughs> she does. Oh my goodness. Okay, All right. So that
0: was I thought the best line. Where are, where are points going? What do you think?
1: My my points going there. I, I that's just. To to think that somebody's been feeling this way for the past six years that we've been watching the show, you know, and us not knowing, and ah, oh, it's it's just that's why Janeway's doing this away mission. Yeah. That's why this episode exists, and I love it, and it makes me feel very sad. Um, and I really hope things changed for her after this.
0: Oh, me too. Me too.
1: <laughs> Going there, that's that's the biggest heart of the Good Shepherd episode, I think.
0: So my point is also going to tell celez you know, I'm just wounded when she says that really mm-hmm. am. It's yeah. so harsh. Ugh, same. And it is, it is the outstanding emotional moment of that episode. Oh, I loved it. But, but it's, it, it's, it, this is just where it touches on how good Lower X is all the <laughs> way through.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, you know, Correct. the, the sort of intense emotional moments out of out of just everyday Star Trek discussion. I, anyway, right, end of five rounds. We snap tracked two episodes. Lower decks scored an admirable six points, whereas Good Shepherd trailed behind with four points. It could have been more uneven. I think. Yeah. I think if we'd, uh, I, I think Lower decks could have won other episodes, won other things. Yeah. I didn't mention earlier on. I thought uh, you could have had best editing or best scene because that poker scene is just yeah, the poker mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah, for sure. So
1: good. But then also um, lower deck, I'm sorry, good shepherd also would have won like best, like um, high concept science fiction. True. There's really no science fiction in lower decks
0: no there really isn't there really um, is any sci-fi you know
1: and and then in good shepherd you get these i mean these dark matter aliens i'm upset that that he killed it because i want to find out if it was friend or foe or yeah,
0: exactly <laughs> no we problem. never knew what was going on was and then concept. they just they just blew up the cluster yeah
1: yeah you know, get lost
0: it's like wow
1: <laughs> and i guess they ran away when voyager came really messed up i didn't see them no, that's true. And uh, yeah, but they have antimatter too. I don't know why. You know, they just had to drop it because it was the end of the episode, I guess. But that was a that was a pretty cool. Uh, I like there was a sci fi twist on it. You know,
0: mm. I thought uh, I thought that the best opening shot could have been one by by Good Shepherd. Yes, but it's yes. Uh, where you you sort of you scan over Voyager, right into zooms right into Janeway looking out of right. her office window. I think that's really cool. coffee cup in hand. Just yeah. fantastic, you know. You ne- you don't see enough of those kind of shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In ninety Star Trek, it was so good. Was so unnecessary, you know. Yeah. It could have just been Voyager. Cut to the the office to, to for that little detail. It's just so so beautiful.
1: I, yeah. You had also won best uh Rage Against the Machine cameo.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, you, you know what. <laughs> He, that's not the first time he's been in there, though, is he? He's been there, he's been in before, isn't he? Tom Morello.
1: Oh, he was in Insurrection, also.
0: Was he in Insurrection? I knew he'd I knew he'd been in another episode.
1: Yeah. It, was, right.
0: it really uh, was Tom Morello.
1: Yes. <laughs> 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 Which is awesome. Um, Lower Dex would have won for best Riker maneuver. Not performed by Riker.
0: Oh, crumbs! I've missed that one. When, <laughs> at, when the, the Riker...
1: at the very end, when Lavelle gets promoted, he uh-huh. uh, hitches up to his chair with a Riker, manu- remu- with a Riker maneuver.
0: Does he? Yeah. Good job, Lavelle. Because
1: he's even more like Riker now. Yeah. <laughs> he's got, got the little swagger that he got promoted, which I thought was a <laughs> really cute. Oh. But... Um,
0: okay, so this could have been very different, yeah. and I, we could have also compared are to you know, in leads. Yes. You know, yeah. Academy time,
1: yeah, um, know best, the Academy. best
0: moment, best story. Uh, there was a lot there that we could have compared. And both recurring characters as well. Bizarre. That's so funny.
1: Yeah, and we, we talked about not doing escape uh, pod moments.
0: <laughs> no, not escape pod moments.
1: <laughs> Although both have one, which is in another interesting <laughs> similarity. Yeah. Um, Lower Decks would win, this is, a, this is an interesting one, uh, best mention of Jen's former boss.
0: <laughs> what?
1: So <laughs> there's a scene in Engineering uh, where, where Tarek is talking to LaForge about this new way to increase efficiency based on this research. Yeah. And he mentions Dr. Nils Diaz.
0: As you can see, this configuration has increased overall warp field integrity by 7%. You're right. Dr. Nils Diaz has been experimenting with this technique at the
1: Tantaline Propulsion Laboratory. Yeah, I'm familiar with his work. Uh, So Dr. Nils Diaz happens to be the name of uh, Rene Echevarria's godfather. Uh Uh-huh. And Renee Echeverria's godfather, Dr. Nels Diaz, happens to have been my boss when I worked for the uh, Nuclear Regulatory Commission. Nels Diaz was the uh, chairman of the Nuclear Regulatory Commission.
0: Oh my God. you are just blown my mind with absolutely bizarre facts.
1: Isn't that bizarre? The most bizarre thing ever?
0: Yes. That is bizarre, I cannot believe you just told me that. Oh, this is amazingly weird,
1: yes, that's uh, like... I can't believe
0: I didn't know this already <laughs> i was did I had no idea where you were gonna go with that.
1: It was a long waiting for just that too, but yeah.
0: That is phenomenal. I cannot believe you kept this to yourself. That is wild. That is wild. <laughs> Are there any more of these scattered about? If I, you know, am I going to hit another episode? and You'd be like,
1: well, no. he's
0: my great uncle's <laughs> cousin's first removed daughter. Uh, <laughs>
1: Degrees of separation. Yeah. That.
0: that is wild. Okay, so you definitely would have won that episode. I can't. I can't compete
1: yeah, with there's that. No other, there's no other one of those. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, he's 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 a he's a very uh, well-known nuclear engineer. Amazing, Uh, yeah. So I thought that was that's a pretty fun mention (laughs) when I hear Tarek.
0: What a name! I can't believe it. He's a Star Trek. Oh my god, he's in Star Trek now. Yeah, that is bizarre. (laughs) Right? Okay. This is just this is incredible. Okay. Now we have to decide what we're doing for the next episode. Good. Now that we've finished with the old business, on to the new. Time to hand out next month's story assignments. Ritterhouse, we're waiting! OK, friends and neighbours, let's see what Uncle Roy has for you today. And on the next episode of Snap Trek, we will be transporting some very difficult princesses as we compare the original series Elan of Troyus* with Enterprise's Precious Cargo. <laughs> And I can already tell, Jen, you're very much looking forward to this comparison <laughs> to Star Trek's greatest episodes <laughs> finally come together for the double bill you've always wanted to watch.
1: There's something good in every episode and we will find it.
0: There is. There is. <laughs> I look forward to, to determining what categories we come up
1: with. I think it's going to be fun. Oh,
0: my goodness.
1: Oh, my god! Okay all right
0: so that is the end of the episode uh do send us any star trek poetry uh particularly regarding uh the of Troyus or precious cargo episodes so we can read those <laughs> out in the next episode um anything else you'd like to add jen
1: i just want to say thank you again everyone for listening we really appreciate it thanks so much for spending this time talking trek with us
0: we really do lovely to speak to you as <laughs> ever jen
1: how are you too, ross
0: and that is a Royal Fizbin.
1: To all Starfleet personnel, this is the captain. It is my sad duty to inform you that a member of the crew, Ensign Sito Jaxa, has been lost in the line of duty. <gasps> she was the finest example of a Starfleet officer,
0: and a young woman of remarkable courage. And strength of character. Her loss will be deeply felt by all who knew her. Guard out.